0: Well, today we are going to continue our series called In Times Like These. The scripture that I have chosen to be the foundational theme uh, is found in Hebrews chapter number 12 and verse number 12. I want us to read it from the New Living Translation. And it says this: it says, So take a new grip. Say a new grip. a new grip. Yeah, take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees there are some things that we need to take a new grip on in times like these. If we're going to be overcomers during this pandemic time, there are at least three things I believe that we are desperately going to need. Last Sunday, I said that times like these will require uncommon faith. Today, I'm suggesting in order for us to be overcomers in times like these, it will require uncommon faithfulness. Uncommon faithfulness. Let's talk about faithfulness today. I want to start by giving you some synonyms of this word. They are reliable, dependable, steady. How many would agree that faithfulness is a wonderful trait? Well, I wanna suggest four things about our subject today. The first thing that I wanna talk about this morning is this, and that is I wanna talk about what faithfulness isn't, what it isn't. First of all, it's not perfection. Faithfulness is not perfection. Nobody's perfect. No one bats a thousand. No one gets it right 100% of the time. Everybody falls short from time to time. Everyone misses the mark now and then. Everyone fails to meet the expectations placed upon them from certain people. So we need to understand this morning that faithfulness isn't perfection. Let me say something else about it that it's not, and that is it's not plentiful. Faithfulness is not plentiful. Proverbs chapter 20 verse number 6 the question is asked who can find a faithful person yeah it's important to be faithful man what a blessing what an asset it is to a person to be faithful but the wisdom writer asked the question who can find one who can find a faithful person one of the greatest compliments I ever received came from a deacon it came right after I resigned the church that I was pastoring at the time and this deacon said to me, uh, he, he said to me, Pastor, he said, men like you don't run in packs. He said, you are irreplaceable. Well, that was good for my ego. I, I, I don't know about that, but here's what I do know I do know that faithfulness isn't plentiful. There's certainly not an abundance of it. Many are until they're not. Did you hear me? I said many are until they're not. They are until. Say until. Yes. Until what, Pastor? Well, until, until it's not convenient. Uh, until they don't get their way. Uh, until something better comes along. Until it costs them something. Until it's not fun anymore. They are... Until, say until. They are until, until they're not. Hey, hey, even Jesus experienced this until moment with many of his own followers. John chapter 6 and verse number 66, the Bible says, at this point, say this point, at this point, many of his followers turned away and walked no more with him. We're talking about what faithfulness is. Isn't this morning? It's not. It's not plentiful. It's the exception and not the rule. It's found in the few, but not in the many. The question for us today is are we faithful? Are we faithful? I believe that times like these will expose our true hearts and it will reveal where our allegiance is. Many will experience their until moment to overcome in times like these will require uncommon faithfulness all right we've talked just a little bit about what faithfulness is not or what it isn't but now i want to address what faithfulness is what is faithfulness well first of all it's commitment true commitment doesn't depend on feelings It doesn't depend on the latest action or decision that has been made by the one that you're committed to. And it doesn't depend upon the latest results. Faithfulness is commitment. I'm faithful to my wife. Regardless of what she says, regardless of what she does, whether her recent actions please or displease me, oh, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, I'm committed. I'm all in. I choose to be faithful. No matter what I feel or don't feel, I choose. It's a choice that I make. I choose to be faithful. And I say this morning that if this is true of my spouse, how much more, how much more should it be true of our Lord? First Kings chapter 8 verse number 61 says, may you be completely faithful unto the Lord your God. May you always obey his laws and his commands. And Jesus said in Luke chapter 9 and verse number 62, Jesus said anyone who starts out well but then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of heaven. What is faithfulness? It's, it's commitment. It's commitment. But not only is it commitment, but it's consistency. Consistency. Some are committed for a while. Faithfulness is consistency. It's not up one day and then down the next. It's not in today and then out tomorrow. There's a Consistency. Have you ever been in a relationship with someone who was inconsistent i have it's it's extremely it 's extremely difficult you 're their best friend today and then and, and then they treat you like a bum the next True faithfulness is consistent it 's dependable it 's reliable on an ongoing Basis. Look what Jesus said in Luke chapter 16 and verses 10 through 12. Jesus said, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is also unjust in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? Mister, read verse 10 again. He who is faithful in, in, in what is least will be faithful also in much. He who is unjust in what is least also unjust in much. Another way to say this, and I say this quite frequently, but the greatest indicator of what a person will do is... What they have done. Yeah, they're great that's what Jesus was saying. The greatest indicator of what a person will do is what they have done. Listen, if you want to predict somebody's future, all you have to do is look back at their past. Because you can look back at their past and you can project their future. Because, because probably what they're going to do tomorrow is what they are doing today. I've had uh, you know uh, deacons from other churches call me and ask me about certain pastors and say how do you think uh, I'll just call him Brother Smith how do you think Brother Smith uh, would do if we were to elect him and if he were to become my, our pastor how do you think he would do oh that's an easy question to answer all you got to do is find out what he did before he uh, in the past and that's what he's going to do when he gets to your place because the greatest indicator of what a person will do is what they have done now it doesn't have to be I'm not putting that label on you. I'm not making that an absolute. It doesn't have to be. You can break that. It doesn't have to be this way, but it usually is. Jesus said that it was. So to be consistent is on my prayer list consistently. I said, I said to be consistent is on my prayer list consistently. Consistently. I pray a lot of things, but I try to pray two things consistently. And two of the things that I pray consistently is that I want to be found faithful and I want to be found fruitful. When I stand before the Lord at the judgment seat of Christ, I want to be deemed, I want to be found, I want to be declared faithful and fruitful. Here's what I know this morning. If we get the first one right, the second will automatically follow. Because fruitfulness always follows faithfulness. The Greeks had a race in their Olympic Games that, that was unique. It was not the runner who finished the race first that won, but it was the one who finished with his torch still lit. I wonder how many people are running the Christian race today with a blown-out torch. I said, I wonder how many of that have their torch and they think it's high and, and oh, they think they are in the race and they think, you know, but, but, but the truth of the matter is they're, they're running their race with a blown out torch. Jesus said in Matthew, in Matthew 5 and 16, he said, let your light so shine before men. Oh, that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven. Let me ask you this this morning, how bright is your light? Let me ask you this morning, is your torch still lit? Oh, maybe it's flickering. Maybe it's about to go out. Maybe it is even gone out. Let me ask you this morning, are you still committed? Are you committed? Is your commitment consistent? Well, I want to move on and talk about for a few moments, talk about what faithfulness indicates. You know, you can tell a lot about people by simply observing their actions, all right? You know, watch what they do, watch what they don't do, uh, but watch their body language. You know, body language will often tell you much more than the words that's coming out of somebody's mouth. Does their body language match what they're saying? You know, texting, Facebooking, messaging, these kinds of things today has its challenges. Has its challenges. You know, many have been misunderstood. Some have become unnecessarily offended. Because, because honestly, it's it's hard to correctly convey feelings through merely typing out words. Remember, somebody said that actions speak louder than words. Here's what I'm saying this morning. Faithfulness is more than words. In Matthew chapter 21, Jesus tells the parable, tells a story about two sons and a father. And one, said, one son said no to his father's instructions, and the other son said yes to his father's instructions. But if you read the story, you'll see that the one who said no to his father actually did his father's bidding, and the one who said he would actually did not. One son merely spoke words, the other son went to work. Which is better, Jesus asked, those that were listening to him. See, see faithfulness is more than, than words. Faithfulness is proven through actions. Let me suggest two things that faithfulness indicates. I believe that faithfulness indicates love. You know, you're going to be faithful to what you truly love. Now, I want to remind us of what I said in point one. Faithfulness isn't perfection. Somebody can slip. Somebody can fall. Someone can mess up. No one bats a thousand. But for the most part, say the most part. But for the most part, we are faithful to what we, what we love. <laughs> most of us love to eat. We're pretty faithful to it. <laughs> About three times a day. Some four or five I love golf. I'm pretty faithful to it. I'm going to find some time. I may have to bundle up. I may have to wear gloves. I may not hardly be able to swing because it's so cold, but I'm, I'm faithful. To it. I love it. I'm going to be there. Not so much as I used to when I was a little younger, but yeah, yeah, we are faithful to what we, what we love. We will find time for what we love. Well, I don't have time. Well, yeah, you do. You got time for what you what you love, you'll find time for what you love. You will invest your money in what you love. Pastor, you're asking for too much money. Pastor, you talk about money. Pastor, you're taking too many offerings. Well, <laughs> we will invest in what we what we love. Our endurance is high for for what we love, right? For what, for what we love. First Corinthians chapter 13, we all know this uh, very well, but First Corinthians chapter thirteen. I love verses four through eight. It's just "Love suffers long; it's kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't parade itself. It's not puffed up. It does not behave rudely. It does not seek its own. It's not provoked. Does thinks no evil. It does not rejoice in iniquity, but it rejoices in the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. Love never." love never love never fails we're talking about we're talking about what faithfulness indicates but not only does it indicate love but it also indicates loyalty faithfulness is demonstrated through loyalty Proverbs chapter 3 verse 3 and 4 says Never let loyalty and kindness leave you Tie them around your neck as a reminder Write them deep within your heart Then you will find favor with both God and man And you will earn a good reputation Oh I, I love what Proverbs chapter 19 verse 22 says Especially in the New Living Translation It renders it this way It says loyalty makes a person attractive Don't you like that? Loyalty makes a person attractive. Let me ask you this morning, do you want people to be attracted to you? Do you want them to be drawn to you? If you want people to be attracted to you, if you want people to be drawn to you, then be a person of loyalty. Be a person of loyalty. Learn how to keep confidences. Stand up for people when they're being wrongfully attacked. You know, it doesn't bother me that much when people gossip about me. I just know some people gossip. What bothers me is when certain people will listen to the gossip. Maybe you need to tell those gossiping to you. What makes you think I'm comfortable with you bringing this stuff to me? Stand up for people when they're being wrongfully attacked. Be present with people when others choose to abandon them. Be that person that people can be real with. You know, that person that somebody can be real with, they, that they can, they can take their mask off in front of you without fear of being judged, without fear of being criticized, without fear of being later gossiped about. Because they know that you possess loyalty. Do you understand the value of loyalty? Be careful, though, true loyalty is very rare. It's very rare. Let me just say this this morning. If people are not faithful to you, if they're not consistent in their treatment of you, uh, uh, if you cannot depend upon them, they're not going to be loyal to you. Faithfulness indicates love. It indicates loyalty. It is imperative if we're going to overcome in times like these. All right, let's look at the fourth thing I want to say this morning. I want to talk about what faithfulness ensures. What faithfulness ensures. You know, Americans promote and honor success. Jesus promotes and honors faithfulness. And I believe that success is totally misdefined in our society today. Success according to America, success according to our society is defined as something bigger and better. It has to be bigger, it has to be better in order for it to be successful. It has to be more than the previous. Number one. Only number one. Only number one is acceptable. We are told today that second place is first loser. Well, there's a whole lot of losers then. But success in the eyes of Jesus is faithfulness. If you wanna be truly successful, you you then find a way to please Jesus and the way to please Jesus is to be found faithful. Because faithfulness according to Jesus equals success. Faithful to the people and to the place and to the purpose that God has assigned to you. In Matthew chapter 25, Jesus tells a story, gives a parable about the talents. Now a talent was a measure of money like our dollars is a measure of money. And Jesus said that a man called three of his workers in and he gave each of them a different amount of money. Say different. He gave these three guys three different amounts of money. And the Bible says that the amount was determined by each man's capacity. You know, we want to look at some things and say, well, if, you know, this isn't fair, that isn't fair. You know, you know what? Jesus, Jesus understood their capacity, and because, that he, because he loves us, he understands our capacity, he understands what we are capable of, and that's the way he deals out our gifts, our talents, our abilities, and opportunities. Jesus said that this man brought these three men, gave them three different amounts of money according to their capacity to handle the money. And then, and then Jesus said that the man went on the journey. And we don't know how long he was gone, but after some time he came back. And when he arrived back from his journey, he called each man, each one of these three men, in separately to give an account of what they had done with what he had given them. And Jesus said two of these men doubled the money that was given to them. And the third man dug a hole in the ground and hid the money. Doing absolutely nothing with what he had been given. But notice what happened to the two men who had doubled what had been given to them. The first thing, the first thing was commendation. Commendation. They were commended. Commended. In verses 21 and 23, the same commendation was given to both men. Both men, that is significant. The same commendation was given to both men. Even Even though one man received and then doubled five talents, and so now he has ten talents to present to his boss. And the other only received and then doubled three talents. So he only has six talents in which to present to his boss. And yet even though one is presenting ten and the other is just presenting six, yet they both, say both, yet they both received equal commendation. Verse 21 and verse 23 says the exact same thing to each one individually. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful. You've been What? You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I'm going to give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. See, see, God places us in positions and in places, and he trusts us with possessions based upon our capacity. He judges us. He judges us according to our faithfulness with what he has provided us with. Not talking about heaven or hell. Not talking about salvation here. But he, he 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 places into our hands according to our capacity. But then he judges us according to our faithfulness with what he has provided us with. The amount is irrelevant. Whether you have five talents or three talents or one talent, the the amount is irrelevant. What matters to him, what matters to Jesus is our faithfulness or our lack of it. See, we're all about the numbers. Man, he's got the big church. He's got the little church. Jesus isn't about big church and little church. Why? He has, you know, this position. He has this lonely position. Jesus isn't about any of those things. What he is about is what are you doing with what I gave you? It doesn't matter how much I gave you, but what are you doing with what I gave you? Are you faithful with that that I gave you? And if you will be faithful with what I have given you, you will receive the same commendation. Listen, listen. Whether whether you are a widow in this church, but you are faithful to God, you're faithful with your little tithe, you're faithful to pray, you are faithful, you've been faithful with your life. Listen, whether you're standing before the Lord or I'm standing before the Lord after 50, 60 years of ministry, listen, listen, we're going to receive the same commendation if we have been faithful. So stop being jealous of somebody and thinking you're being left out. No, according... uh, when it comes to Jesus he's not all about the amount he's about faithfulness and I believe that if we are found faithful with what he has entrusted to us we will receive his commendation but not only does faithfulness ensure commendation but also compensation compensation verses 21 and 23 again says that because they had been faithful with what they had been given because of that more would be given to them in the future Said that to the same, both guys. One that had started out with three and doubled to six. One that started out with five and doubled it to 10. The same compensation was coming his way because you have been faithful in this little bit. Now I can trust you with a lot. And you're going to be compensated and you're going to receive more. See, I haven't always preached to 500 people on Sunday morning. I started out preaching to 13 Okay? 13 was my first Sunday in my first church 48 years ago. But God has blessed over the years. Why? Because we have been found faithful with a little bit, with a little bit. I prayed. I studied to the best of my ability. I worked hard in that little bitty tiny church as just a young, you know, uh, crazy young guy trying to figure it all out. But the Lord saw that I was faithful, and because of faithfulness, he has compensated me. And the same with you. See, here's what I know, and that is, that is our future will not be better than our present unless, say unless, unless we are faithful with what we have. Amen. Now, that is, that is true for you and I as individuals. It's true for us as a church. It's a church. We can sit around and wish I had this or that. Oh, if we only had what this megachurch has or what. No. Or we can be faithful. We can be faithful with what God has given to us. And then if God finds us faithful in what he has given to us, then he can trust us and give us more. But we, if we are faithful with what we have now, we'll be compensated for and given more in the future. Proverbs 28 and 20 says, the trustworthy person, would that be faithful? Yeah, the trustworthy person or the faithful person will get a rich reward. Jesus said in Luke chapter 16 and verse number 10, we read it earlier, if you're faithful in small things, you will be faithful in larger things. Listen to me this morning only those who are faithful in the small things, only they will be given larger opportunities. Faithfulness ensures both com- commendation and and compensation. Hey, let me stop and brag on myself a little bit this morning. Is that all right? I'm pretty proud of myself right now. I'm pretty proud of myself today. Why? Because I wanted to get all pharisaical today. (laughs) I wanted to get all pharisaical on you today by talking about faithfulness in tithing and faithfulness in giving and faithfulness in church attendance and faithfulness in serving, but I resisted. I did. <laughs> I'll leave the application of this message <laughs> up to the Holy Spirit. Take away from the message today is simply this uncommon faithfulness will produce uncommon fruitfulness. Do you want to be fruitful? do you? Want, do, you? do you want to be fruitful? Then be faithful. I believe to overcome in times like these will require uncommon faithfulness. God, I thank you, Lord, that you are, you are so, so, so faithful. Your word is faithful. Oh, Jesus, you are faithful. Holy Spirit, you are faithful. And I thank you for your faithfulness. And I honor you and commend you for your faithfulness today. Oh God, I pray, Lord, that, Lord, that we, will be, we will be found faithful. Lord, not, not just on judgment day, but I pray that we will be found faithful today. Because if we are not found faithful today, then we're stuck where we are and we cannot move forward. Because you're not gonna trust us more until we are faithful with what you've already provided. So God, I pray you will help us today to understand and value faithfulness not get so caught up in the superstars of this world but 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 understand that the superstars to you are those that are faithful faithful that little pastor out in that little bitty little bitty country church in that little rural community but they're faithful they pray they study They preach, they teach, they minister, they shepherd. You deem them faithful. Oh, what a reward is awaiting for them. Lord, we want to overcome in times like these, and we understand that it's going to require uncommon faithfulness. Uncommon faithfulness. I'm going to pause for just a moment this morning and let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Maybe there's an area of your life the Holy Spirit would like to shine a spotlight on to show you and reveal to you you're not very faithful in this area.